Welcome again. I'm Alexis, hosting the Live to Sustain podcast run by students in the Central Valley. Today, we'll be planting some seeds of knowledge with our guest, Melanie Pandora, an incoming third-year student at UC Merced, majoring in applied mathematics and is the president for the Natural Resources and Ecology Association for this upcoming academic year. Great to have you today. Hi, thanks for having me. So tell us, what's something interesting you've learned during these times when we have a lot of extra time on our hands? Something I've learned, especially in trying to establish for a new club academic year, is everyone views teamwork so differently. I've run other clubs before, and I was vice president last year for this, and we were a team last year as well, but in attending UC Merced leadership meetings and talking to other club leaders, and figuring things out for myself, now I have to combine all of these ideals into one cohesive plan, is one way you could put it, and make sure everyone's on board and doing great, which is so difficult. Yes, to keep track of so many people's opinions and learning style, yeah. And making sure everyone is able to be their own kind of leader in their own positions while still maintaining your own and keeping everything organized, yeah. It's yeah. been a fun ride. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. With anything, right? Yeah. Anything. Uh, so what's your very first thought when I say sustainability? What's like the first like word that pops into your head? Not going to lie, I think of the department on campus because <laughs> I've met with them before and I just immediately think of that meeting and how many projects they have going on and how much they're trying to get students involved on campus and trash cans, honestly, because that was one of the biggest projects I remember them mentioning. Yeah, and those three uh, trash cans on uh, UC Merced's <laughs> campus and uh, having to know where things go. <laughs> and when you're standing there for like three minutes trying to decide where, like in which one your wrapper goes. It should be a part of orientation, honestly this trash goes here, this trash goes there, and, like, remember it, there's gonna be a quiz later, like, know it. That's what I'm saying! I, where I work, because I work as an events and communications assistant on campus, I will have potlucks or events or anything, and everyone's like, where do we put these? Because we have the trash cans with no pictures. Uh And I'm like, I don't know either, so we just kind of guess, and we could have benefited if someone told us about it. I'm usually a friend that's like, no, 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 that's multi-layer plastic. That can't go there or that's not compostable anymore. Like, no, it's. (laughs) I'm like that with very simple items like paper. (laughs) Right. And then you're like, you know, it has to be, you know, food soiled paper. So like, no, like this is just a normal piece of paper. Like you can't put that in there. Yeah. All right. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So what do you think needs to be done in terms of informing the Merced community about how to change their habits so that their lives are more environmentally friendly? I think everyone's concerned with the long-term effects of mistakes we make now because of all the articles and research coming out of if we don't recycle better now, then we're like the world's going to end in a year kind of stuff. And people get really obsessed and upset about it. Rightfully so. But it's not the tiny things like switching for metal straws or for wooden utensils individually that actually makes the impact. It's the holistic group of people all doing the same thing with the same goals 
So while people are currently getting informed, which is great, I don't think they're getting informed of the right things. And so they get scared and they give up. Those trendy bandwagon type solutions. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, they work. I was about to say they don't work. They do work, (laughs) but it's not the end all solution. There's more that people can do overall, overall, but it's way easier to go to Target and buy a pack of metal straws than it is to buy a recycling bin. Right. Or start composting in your own home or or doing a garden or anything like that. A habit change instead of an item switch. Yeah. So you're applied math major. How did you bring in environmental science and ag into your degree and how you're learning and your leadership? In UC Merced, the applied math major has what's called emphasis tracks or also concentrations where you can take your basic math courses and thankfully be able to apply them, right, to another discipline. And so there's like seven. I chose computational biology because for who knows how long I've been really interested in biology, not in the actual factual basis, but in, oh, you can do this like chemistry with bio and then you get the cell or you get physics and bio and you get like a nerve and there's way more applications than we could ever possibly think of. And so I really like the coding math part behind bio and ESI. And I eventually want to go into bioinformatics, which is like complex data systems applied to biology. And they're starting to use that with climate change and sustainability research. So that's where I want to go. And that's how I'm using it. Yeah, sounds like a good path. Sounds like you have a good plan ahead of you and you're wanting to make a difference. So I love it. Yeah. So what does your normal day look like right now in quarantine? It's kind of a sad question, but what does your normal day look like? And how much of that day-to-day work that you're doing can you apply for environmental justice, social justice, uh, bioinformatics in the Central Valley? Right now, my I have two different kinds of days. The one that I like more, days like today, where I have the entire morning quote free. I'll wake up early, make breakfast, anything like that. And then I'm switching between homework for summer school or I'll do club work or I'll be doing stuff for my own career development, personal research, and then lunch. And then I work for a few hours and then I have the rest of the night to finish whatever I didn't accomplish in the morning. And if there's a lot of people out there who are currently unemployed or have part-time jobs because of quarantine life or because they have other circumstances. And I think with the free time that's available, you can use it to educate yourself on whatever topic you deem necessary. It can be on like sustainability specifically or more info on climate change, how to get involved in your area from home, signing petitions, and use your free time as you have it because there's going to come a point where you either have a full-time job and don't have the time anymore or we go back to normal day-to-day life and we have to transition back into that and being able to consistently do that. Yeah, maximize your time during this time when we have the opportunity to educate ourselves on 
more topics than we see in just everyday day to day or what we would have seen in our previous quote unquote normal life, busy life. So yeah, definitely max your time, maximize your time. Great. Especially with like everyone's schedules are different and now everyone has to prioritize what they're doing. Yeah. Priority priorities come a lot clearer now, huh? Yeah. (laughs) So speaking of your priorities, and I know you have a lot of leadership experience with your club and just other things that you do. So what are some lasting words of advice for those wanting to get into your field and combine the world of mathematics with environmental science? I'm going to say what I've heard a lot. A lot of people say this, especially to college students, is talk to people. There's since even before my freshman year, the summer before I came to college, I've gone under this motto of you don't know what you don't know. So try to know anything you can. And that's helped me get accustomed to campus, get used to club leadership and my work environment. And with so many different areas of career development with environmental science, because there's a lot, the more people you talk and you meet, the more likely they'll know someone that they talk to and you can get in contact and find a way to go into your perfect career. Or even if you don't, you're using that opportunity to learn more about your interview skills or whatever skills you need to work on. Like I need to know a few more coding languages before I can even think about graduating or grad school. And I wouldn't have known that if I didn't talk to a friend's dad who works in bioinformatics. So talk to whoever you can and ask whatever questions you can, because more likely than not, they'll be willing to answer, especially with enthusiasm. And you'll be able to move forward with something more to offer to the world. Yeah, that's, that's great advice because it's really about your connections you have. And oftentimes people love to be asked the question of, how did you get inspired to go into this work or what got you here? People love to talk about that and share their journey. So definitely get that information and give someone the opportunity to share. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for talking with us today. It's been great. We had a great conversation full of advice and leadership and so much justice. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me here. And thanks to our listeners. And as always, don't forget to branch out and live sustainably, everyone.